Right, well now this is a first, never done this before, but how exciting is this on the internet? Okay. Alejandro Rose Garcia, also known as Shaky Graves, is known for his acting roles in Friday Night Lights and Spy Kids. He's also known for maybe almost stealing your girlfriend. After his audio tree session for song Roll the Bones went borderline viral in 2011, the Americana heartthrob earned his place in contemporary folk music. The video features him passionately singing with a modified suitcase that lies somewhere between a piece of luggage, a kick drum, and a tambourine. He formed a full band and signed with Dual Tone after acting as a, quote, busker for Mumford & Sons and Edward Sharp, where he'd play at the entryway to each of their shows. As we're seeing a rise in Americana once again and a spark in the folk scene, it'd be a shame if we left him behind. Now far more known, even critically acclaimed for his charming stage presence and his worldly songwriting, Shaky Graves is the modern cowboy. He's released three full-length albums and plenty of collaborations with other artists like Sierra Farrell and Esme Patterson. The track we'll be exploring today is Kids These Days, off of his 2018 record, Can't Wake Up. I'm Allie Hall, and I've got Ox, and you're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. just heard Kids These Days by Shaky Graves, and I've known Shaky Graves for many years now, um, but I think this was Bella's first time ever hearing him. So do you have any initial thoughts, vibe checks, anything of the sort? On Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm one of you. <laughs> Sorry. Nice save. Yeah, I put that perfectly in the right spot. <laughs> okay, random first question, who was he in Spy Kids? Um, I don't remember his character name, but he I was do. literally in all three. I, I remember in the third one, he was there. You're allowed t- to watch Spy Kids? Yeah. <laughs> Shh. Sorry. My mom doesn't <laughs> know still. No, we had the 3D version, actually. So the third one, there was like, you know, they're all the gamer kids. Yeah. Game over. Spy Kids, G- game, Spy over. kids <laughs> game over. Spy Kids, game over. guy? No, no, he's not the guy. That's that's Elijah Wood. Oh. Um, but he's, they're like these nerds. <gasps> he's the oh, nerds who like look cool and yeah. then the grandpa picks them up and they turn into the oh nerds who are actually playing the game. They're not the real characters. Yeah. <laughs> He's the one on the right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so he had an acting career before yeah. any okay. of this ever started. That's so cool. Okay, sorry. That yeah. was awesome. So he resonates with our generation. Yeah. He was oh, also no. in Friday Night Lights. Um, I think his, his character was named Swede. I think he came in <laughs> somewhere in season two, which I know nothing about that show. Um, me neither. Spy but Kids matters. If that yeah. resonates with anybody, yeah. he's That's an so even more talented musician. He was in Ga- Spy Kids Gamer. That's cool. Anyways. How um, did you feel about the song? Yeah. I really liked it. I really liked it. Uh, at first, I thought maybe I wouldn't like it, honestly. Wow. Like, first, like, like just at first, the I was first like, minute of the song? Yeah, or like, no. Like the, no, just like at first. Like when at the you beginning. First, okay, like after hearing some of it, not like yeah, just yeah, based on the but title. I actually, I actually do like it. And at first, at first I was like, who is this old man? Old. Not old man, but it, it, I don't know. He kind of had old vibes, but <laughs> I guess he is old. But I, I like it. He's like 35. 
he looks his hairline is not he's great. older yeah well, i guess that's not old i think so it's made i no, sound like it's, a brat but it's funny that you bring that up because that's like what the song's about yeah and i like i like it he's like removing himself he's not like trying to be like young anymore mm-hmm. but he's like removing himself by t- by the song like oh like kids these days but it's not gross no which and is cool it's funny because it, it's it's sort of about his relationship and i think everybody's relationship with that sentiment is you are that kid until one day you you're realize not. that you're not one day you have a receding hairline and <laughs> then you can write songs about the kids these days <laughs> it is cool it's not like gross like because he's not like trying to like be like young yeah yeah yeah, and still with his work, I don't think he's and ever tried. Good. And I think in a, sometimes you listen to artists and you're like, this is really good for one age group. Or yeah. I love this now, but I know in 10 years I'm going to age out of it. I think Shaky Graves, what he does with a lot of his music, and I think because its roots are very Americana folk, mm-hmm. is that it sort of transcends all of those boundaries. And I feel like his audience is super wide. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's it's a lot of different age groups and demographics. It's interesting, though. I was listening, and I forgot for a second that he was a folk artist, because that song isn't very, like, traditionally folk. Like, right, right. That's, you wouldn't hear, like, the fact that he opened for Mudford and Sons and Edward Sharp and be like, oh, yeah, this, he fit, like, that song fits in their lineup, but... I think I don't even think he formally opened. I think he, they used to up. ask. They used to ask him to come, and he would play in the entryways when people were waiting. Because he had this, he has this like street performer type of beat. Yeah. Or you know, and even the roll the bones um, video that I kind of mentioned, it features him, and he's literally just wearing like a white tank top, and he's got this weird contraption behind us as he's playing three different things. He has this very like from the roots type of vibe yeah. to him that's very i think authentic and i think what mostly comes across in sort of his folksier side i think some of his other songs but most specifically i think his songwriting is is more folksy than maybe his sound at yeah. first listen yeah mm. yeah he definitely feels like he's worn out like a folk singer like i yeah. always feel like folk singers are kind of like just got off the plow Right. Like they're like country singers, but for real, you know, like country singers yeah. are always singing about like, you know, doing the work and you're like, you live in a $2 million house. That's Folk good. singers feel like they're actually like just got out of the depression and are like singing about it. Put that <laughs> on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, Like country, but real. Yeah. It's a really funny way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. Cause I've always tried to, I was raised with like some old country and Johnny Cash and Waylon Jennings Johnny and things Cash. like that. But I, I didn't understand that there was a separation between that and what country is now. Yeah. But what I mm-hmm. feel like and what I've seen a lot, especially with there's a TikTok audio going around right now of Sierra Farrell. And she's excellent. And she sings with Nick Shoulders, who's someone I, I interviewed for my website. And there seems to be Rock this... Mag? Rockamag.com. Oh, okay, um, cool. There seems to be this, this new spark in this style again that i think was popular like eight to eleven years ago and like Mm -hmm. sort of millennial culture was yeah had had everybody by you know the the neck um but i think like our generation and younger generations are kind of experiencing this style for the first time and that there's more to country and folk than maybe what what we think there's more than just applebee's on a date night (laughs) don't generic and a little bit of chicken fry (laughs) Yeah. No. If you like that, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> I like that. Okay, we'll do, oh, we'll do a hot. We should do a hot take you episode. You like chicken fry? Yeah, I think it hits. I also used to love Blake Shelton. So watch we should where we should stepping. do at the end of the episode a separate <laughs> segment to keep people interested. This is not fitting. What I we think should of pick you. a hot take. Sorry. We should do like a musical hot take. Each Done wait, it. one of us does it, and then the other two judge them and tear them apart. Yeah, we should do that. Like my hot take is Charlie Puth is really cute, and then you two proceed to obliterate you for yeah, that one yeah 
Is Obviously, that really that's not true. Take? I really don't think he's hot. He's more of a, a cutie than. Uh, <laughs> I don't like how much you've obviously thought about this. He's not really hot. He's kind of like cute, like on the spectrum. Like, um, yeah, he falls like on my list of cute guys. He falls right between like Leonardo DiCaprio and like Zac Efron. Like Ew. such a strange people is, to pick. Yeah, I don't know. What I'm not going to talk though because right. I feel like I have weird interests. But with, I mean, nice we segue. Hear your weird, weird segue back to what we oh, were nice supposed segue. to be talking about. What's really funny is the the video that sort of launched Shaky Graves. I mean, obviously he was sort of famous before things. Um, but is this video? And I think one of the top YouTube comments when I saw it for the first time was like, "Bro, stop! My girlfriend visits this website." And there were a lot of comments like that where I think that attraction which i think can obviously go beyond kind of sex and lust i think people are really attracted to him because of his performance style yeah, yeah. it's so enthralling like, this kind of goes along with what i said he looks like he just got home from working at the steel mill and now is playing yeah. some music in his wife beater like that's a down-to-earth it's very attractiveness genuine. It's very yeah. genuine. it doesn't look like he was in the makeup room and like got like a you know a stylist right. to do his thing he's just like i'm playing music it's and almost I, it's very like it's, it's it almost feels effortless mm-hmm. which i think is definitely like you're saying like part of the attraction of a video like that's like oh he can just do this right mm-hmm. this is just what he does it's mm-hmm. like a second nature yeah and like another thing it reminds me of i feel like what he looks like and when i saw his face for the first time it reminded me of a, a folky male version of ali which is so funny, and I'm really happy you brought that up because I was not about to know what was going to come out of your mouth when you started that sentence. And I'm so honored. That's sick. Yeah. So anyone who but knows what Allie looks like, if you follow our Instagram page, at if you don't follow, me. look Ox. up Allie. Just kidding. Just or email scottbertrand@hillsdale.edu yeah, and, and he'll send you a picture. picture. <laughs> Scott Miller sending headshots out to I've Got Ox listeners. <laughs> Yeah. Well, this song and this album meant a lot to me in high school, and I remember very vividly listening to this song for the first time. So I just have a couple lyrics. I think the um, the biggest one for me is the bridge, but we'll start with sort of the hook that leads maybe more into the chorus. Um, it reads, I just want to look, talk tough, look mean, life is good at 17. First of all, it just has an excellent little ring to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that encapsulates so much of being young. You want to be perceived a certain way. You want to just yeah. be something that maybe you're not. And then I, I also just love idealizing um, the teen years. But 16 gets a lot of love, so maybe 17 yeah, is. Yeah, I agree. 17's the middle year, the year what, in which you're What year of high school stuck. is that? 17 I was a junior because I was 17 when the song came out that's why I listened to it so much oh, oh, man. Like, I was like ah oh, this is about me <laughs> yeah. it's like not yeah. I, I don't know if it's just because like 17 rhymes well it does but I guess all the teens rhyme the same <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of it <laughs> But people love the word 17. I don't know if the Beatles started that. 16 is, I feel like 16 is way, like, no, you're right, 17. I think, actually, I know why, because I remember looking this up. 17 is the legal, like, age. Well, it's the 18 of England. And also 17 on the American side of that is a fetishized year because it's, like, right on the cusp of not being jailbait. So now we know And then it's really weird. Like, there's there's some songs. Wait, the 1975, she can't be what she needs if she's 17. Yeah. It's like, bro. Date, date a woman yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> there's also like there's I feel like to me uh, there's there's something kind of like kind of sad but kind of humanizing about this guy who like even just earlier me being like oh old man and you were like he's right. really 35 like that is <laughs> yeah. not old yeah. but the fact that this guy like and we're like oh he's so old like that will be us oh like yeah. sooner Shortly. than you know and he already is like 
oh my gosh, I like, know. to be 17 again. It's wild. And that's weird. I it's kind of sad. Why I resonate with so much of this song specifically, there's another song on this album called Excuses about a hesitance of falling in love and always finding an excuse not to be close to people. So, you know, you, you can psychoanalyze me with that <laughs> as much as you'd like. But this song, like, I had a really horrible teen experience like i was never happy as a teenager and so much of my life was like racing to get to 18 mm. so when i hear songs about this about people like wanting to go back i think i like live vicariously through it because i i don't have like that. oh yeah. i'd, love I'd to rather die you. than be 17 again yeah. but this song makes it sound cute mm. yeah <laughs> so i think this i think it's so interesting listening to all a bunch of different people write about what it's like to to be young you know mm -hmm. and always want to go back to that but also not really yeah yeah i know what you mean weird hmm. i i wonder if this line you were the young dumb chosen one is yes. a reference to spy kids number three the guy oh my god <laughs> don't say that because he was in spy kids and he you was a kid you were the chosen one in the spy kids franchise yes the he guy. was i'm joking and then you just got even more famous i'm sorry for all the left. listeners i alienated sorry for any spy movie. kids enthusiasts out there yeah. <laughs> i'm sure my lore is all wrong and um, like right towards the end when he sort of plays off the chorus is the, the the ending part where he says everybody tries to be somebody's somebody's wet dream prom king golden boy new toy. I liked how he just had a list oh, there. It goes so hard. Yeah. I love that part of the song. Yeah. I think just like always when you're young, everything is idealized and everybody sort of like fits into these these stereotypes. Yeah. There's I, the jock. There's yeah. the, the whatever. Right. That's the only one I could think of. The jock. The the. <laughs> Gavin this loves is how you tell club. he was homeschooled. <laughs> you know, homeschool moment. High school Chuck, stereotype uh, A, type B, type C. I don't know. But oh, you, you, you kids who went to school know what I mean. Public school losers, um, like myself. But yeah. I think it's just like uh, the song. What gives me kind of folk vibes and elements to it is how simple it is but yes. so few words convey such large and universal emotions mm -hmm. and like i love long complicated lyrics but something like this that can be packaged so well and done so well it just i love all of his music and mm -hmm. this last line life is a honeymoon phase yeah whoa that hits hard whoa. Life is i don't a know why i don't like i don't know how to explain it like what it means or what how it makes me feel that way but like whoa Whoa, I feel, so deep. Because it seems like this he he really would deep. he based on the rest of the song he'd be saying teens is a honeymoon honeymoon phase, and then the stages that he's in, he's now like the old married couple of life. Uh, but he's saying life in general is a honeymoon phase. I think yeah, it, it's about perspective. It's like life is a honeymoon phase if you choose to view it that way. But I think sort of what Bella brought up is at least now I think especially with things like social media and us not really caring about older like generational divides are insane right now yeah and I think we just have this weird misconception that after college and after your 20s life just ends yeah. because it's not you're not being crazy and young anymore and it's like you can have really exciting fulfilling times in your life past the age of 16 yeah. like women yeah. are still desirable after they can vote, guys. Yeah. I don't know if you guys got that memo. But, like, yep. I think th th this song can sort of be amusing of, like, life definitely continues, but there's there's still this this special time in yeah. your life. Yeah. I love this because I feel like I keep reading these lyrics and They're I'm picking insane. out something else. Like, this one was, like, one thing that I know is you don't know a thing about me. Like, yes. 
that is like the quintessential like teenage attitude. You don't get right. me. You don't get me. Like that, and then it's right. It's close to lines that say "mirror, mirror on the wall." What's the meaning of it all? So first of all, the kind of setting those two up near each other. Yeah, it's like, like does he even know himself? Yeah, you don't know me, but I don't necessarily know, know myself, myself either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the like defense that a teenager has all the time of like. You don't get me, and usually when you're saying stuff like that, you're yeah. just projecting. Yeah. You're like, like, my personality changes well, what does it all mean? I don't know who I am. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask the mirror tomorrow. I might say something else. Yeah. This uh, whole album, I mean, I can't tell you what to do legally, I think. Um, yeah, you're not allowed to advocate for him. If you I would say, like if you feel inclined to go listen to this whole album, I would listen to it in order. Okay. And my other, there's a couple other tracks on there that are pretty famous, but my favorite is Excuses. And it has sort of a similar vibe to this, a little more stripped down. And I think it just, this album and all of his albums kind of really songwrite, I mean, really highlight his his songwriting ability mm. that I think is just unmatched. Yeah, it's, it's weird too that like, I feel like the phrase kids these days is usually said by older. people older than 35, yeah. which is another like great thing about folk. It's so much, ma- I feel like it's more mature than other mm-hmm. like yeah. genres of music. And he's already past that and he's not even old. Mm-hmm. Right. He's already saying that. I think even, saying, like, like, a, like you turned 30 and you're probably like, yeah, you know, you listen to the Lumineers and you're like, man, this is like deep. And you're like, they're yeah. like 20 or whatever yeah. <laughs> when they wrote their first album. And it's just so much I don't know. And there's an it forces you to do more deep and mature themes. Right. And, and have I, you think about your lyrics more. I think also, like in the vein of what you're saying, a lot of good music and a lot of good, good folk music um, is general but concise, which mm. I know can be said about any song ever. But right now, I feel like we're in this era of hyper-specificity yeah. where it's like, okay, well, this this song on TikTok, like I'm wearing his boxers, I'm in his bed. It's like down to the finite details of scenes and yeah. to be able to write a song like this that keeps you at a distance but mm-hmm. also pulls you in, I think is, mm. is really compelling. Yeah. And that music video. I love the music video. It's wow. a good music it's, video. It's funny. He's and not I, trying to be hot. And I, yeah, he's not trying to be like, cool. No. It's, it, he's I, like, I, this is a joke. Yeah, I know. I really liked it. I think the music video was kind of made to make you feel like, whoa, like this lifestyle feels like crazy. And I, mm-hmm. I already feel like an old person just watching this music video. Right. But I, yeah, I think that's kind of the point. Like, There's that distance. You feel the, 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 the kind of, you know, stressed out feeling that he feels from being around that in the music video. Yeah. Hmm. Well. Dang. Yeah. You've done it again, Shaky Graves. You've done it again. Now you've got two new fans. Yep. Maybe we'll go see him live if he comes to Detroit. <gasps> if anybody Hello. wants to sponsor He is coming to Detroit. Well, I actually gosh. looked it up when I was doing some research. Hey, when? And he's opening for Head in the Heart. Not my oh, favorite. Me neither. <laughs> Should we just go for the opener? Yeah, and leave. That would be so baller. Wait, have when? have to go to a concert 29th together, of September. It's kind of like September? September? Yeah. Sorry, I did not mean to scream into the microphone. <clears throat> yeah. My bad, guys. September is in the month that we are in currently. As in, okay. September, okay. We'll look into it. We'll look into it. If that. anything, I might just go. Yeah, okay. Well, cool. thanks so much for listening to I've Got Ox. Today we explored Shaky Graves' song, uh, Kids These Days. I'm Allie Hall. And next week, Gavin will be back on Ox. And we're really happy to be, to be back in the studio. Woo. And we'll see you guys next week. It's Radio for Hills. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. 101.7 FM. See you FM. in New York yeah, when we win. <laughs> <laughs> see you in New York. Who said that? <laughs>